Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to Chairshot Radio. Always use your head. Oh, yeah. It is a new year, everybody, but it is still... Chair Shot Radio Tuesday Hockey Talk here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And we are back after a week off where, well, there was no hockey to really talk about. And so Dave and I didn't talk about it. <laughs> um, but I am joined here by David Ungar. And Dave did fill the void of Chair Shot Radio with one heck of a listen. Can you explain to me this annual event? This is like the seventh annual. What's the name that you call them? It is the uh, the Swaggy Awards for the Attitude of Aggression. Which- Got you. And- which kind of orig- originated from, I don't know, back in the early days like the first year of the podcast we talked a lot about wrestlers who had like swag you know you had some great great outfits that were coming out like this 2015 you know i think that was uh the year that seth came out in that white ranger outfit at at SummerSlam, and and i don't know we just combined that with attitude of aggression and, and created these categories that have evolved over the years and yeah i mean i need to get you on next year or something i figured your schedule was going to be messed up and and because we were doing with yeah. kenny who's on the other side of the pond and so you know but yeah that's it's an annual award show where we just kind of celebrate the best of the best in pro wrestling and 
and hand out some uh, virtual hardware, which a lot of the shows do that. I mean, but but that's ours. And and there you go. Very nice. Well, also, I want to wish you a happy new year. I hope that you rang it in in style. We are actually recording on Sunday instead of Saturday because the whole New Year's Day thing, which we was uh, was the other hiccup with kind of our own recording schedules. We we usually record our chair shot radio, put it in the can for Tuesday on Saturday. Well, that was Christmas Day and then it was New Year's Day and we we had things going on. And so the Swaggy Awards fitted nicely for this past Tuesday, and now we're here. Um, so Happy New Year to you. Uh, I hope you had an enjoyable New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. Yes, Happy New Year to you, too. Um, <laughs> we you. didn't didn't do much for New Year's Eve. I think you probably can relate the older you get. The allure of being out there and celebrating amongst the millions of people is less attractive, especially now. But even before the sure. pandemic was a little less attractive each year you get. It's like, ah, who needs to deal with that crap? So, yeah, it was, it was a quiet night, you know? Yeah, same with us. Rang it in, the little O'Dowd and the Mrs. O'Dowd. We hung out, watched the ball drop, uh, tried to decide between the Dick Clark, Ryan Seacrest, New Year's Rockin' Eve, the Miley Cyrus, Pete Davidson, New Year's Eve party in Miami, and we just avoided the the CBS one in Nashville. Cause that's, that's not our jam, man. And so I, we can talk about this off, off air. Cause we want to talk about hockey, but I don't get Pete Davidson. Like I, I get that. He's funny. I don't get the, like the big allure with Pete Davidson. People go nuts for this guy. And, uh, I, I don't get it, but yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's but Hey, that is neither here nor there. I hope everybody out there in the chair shot universe had a wonderful new year's as well. We are going to, we have a couple of topics we're going to talk about today. We are going to talk about the, the, the break that, that was taken by hockey and actually the, the impact that's going to have on the winter Olympics as well. COVID-19 rearing its ugly head and impacting some international events uh, as well as the NHL season. And, and then after the after the commercial break, after the second commercial break, we're going to talk about the Winter Classic. Winter Classic happened uh, this past Saturday in Minnesota between the Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues. The Blues coming out victorious 6-4. to four. And, of course, I watched that, that game. I had some thoughts. Dave, I kept texting Dave as if he was watching the game, and he was not watching the game. He was watching uh, Cobra Kai, apparently, on Netflix with the Misses and the Washington Wizards yeah. lose to my Chicago Bulls. Go to Marty Yeah, shit. God. That I mean, that's Trump. like the first time in history that that's ever happened. A, a guy hit back two straight games. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and and you know, somebody was like saying, well, they should have guarded him. I was like, dude, he pump fake one he guy. Well he was well guarded, yeah. Yeah, he he hit that shot. It was amazing. But that's our show for today. We're gonna take our first commercial break right now. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about the impact that COVID nineteen and this Omicron variant is having on the NHL season and what impact it's going to have on the Olympics. You are listening to Hockey Talk on Chairshot Radio, part of the Chairshot Radio Network here on the Chairshot.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. And Dave, we are going to go ahead and play the music because we got to play the music. It's it's just the way it is. It's hockey talk. So here it goes. From being a hundred percent transparent with that theme song, Dave, I almost wanted to edit the soundbite this week with a record scratch, just like a little <laughs> because we uh, we had an interruption. And two weeks ago on Chairshot Radio, we sat here talked about a bunch of teams 
that we're having to reschedule games due to COVID protocols. And I said, the NHL isn't going to pause the season. They're just going to see it through. They're going to plow straight ahead. And you were like, yeah, I agree with you. And literally the next day, like the day the podcast dropped, I think it was on Tuesday, the NHL announced they're pausing games through. I think December 28th was when 28th or 29th was when they, they resumed their schedules. So shows what we know, Dave. And what do you think? Good call, bad call, indifferent call. Do you think it mattered? What are your thoughts about this decision by the NHL? It's, this is, this is hard because you look at it and this has nothing to do with vaccinated versus unvaccinated, that whole debate, but you're almost at the point now where, where, I think the sports leagues and, and really everybody in general has to look at this uh, this virus differently because, you know, if you're basing it on the fact that, well, we, we're trying to prevent people from catching it, you're going to fail. And I, I think at this point, it's evident that that's a failure. The vaccines aren't designed to do that. But if you're looking at asymptomatic versus symptomatic and whether you're really going to have problems with this, then that's a different story. And And I think all the sports leagues are really struggling with this right now because you're testing people. And this variant is almost like to the point of the common cold, as far as how transmissible it is. And so just about, you know, so many people are catching it right now um, that, yeah, I mean, it's almost like, and I know they they're changing isolation guidelines and things like that. But as far as the NHL was concerned, I mean, I thought at the time, probably a good idea but then you look at kind of the ripple effect and everything else going on not just in the nhl but in the other leagues and and now you know you're gonna have even bigger problems because like they're postponing what nine more games got postponed because of canadian attendance restrictions and it's almost like you know you've got to you know if they want to only have a thousand people in attendance rather than either shorten the season or push us out to july which is where we're looking like we're heading then you know right. the hockey just feels weird. Yeah, right. And and I think they're gonna have to they're gonna have to adjust for that. I I, I tend to agree. And I know we're gonna talk about the impact on the Olympics, but pulling them out of that, which was disappointing. I know because they negotiated for that in the CBA, but I think probably the right idea because they've lost what like a hundred games so far, or fifty six sixty games have been postponed due That's, to protocols. Right. It's it's been a big impact and. Without, again, this isn't really even a, a political conversation because I know that's what a lot of people get up in arms about, about how this is working. It's a, it's a public health question, and I, and I get that. What I, what I find really interesting is that this is a result of not being able to keep up with the, with the evolution of the virus itself, too. And I think that's what's been really fascinating about this is as you learn – as you as you kind of hinted at, Omicron is more transmissible but less um, severe in in just sort of its impact on on the human body. It seems like if you're vaccinated, it's even less like you're less likely to catch it, and your symptoms are always going to be minor. The hospitalizations are are the results of people who are are mostly unvaccinated or have complicated health factors. But there still seems to be a mindset of treating this in the same way that we approach delta and the original strain and that doesn't seem to be quite as congruent with what the virus is actually doing and so i 
I think generally I am fine with the abundance of caution. I, I believe in the health and well-being of others. And so I do see that that side of it. I, I am just I was legitimately surprised. Like I thought that, you know, based on the information that even we had, that maybe there was more to be able to like mitigate and schedule and work around. And and as you noted, this isn't the only sport impacted by this. Uh, college basketball just got slaughtered by it as players returned from winter breaks. And somewhere, I think I think I saw a stat at one point: seventy teams, seventy college basketball teams, had had some sort of pause already this season due to uh, an outbreak of COVID nineteen amongst the amongst the team. Uh, I always go to my personal examples: University of Illinois uh, postponed one game, canceled one game entirely a non-conference game and then delayed their um, Big Ten, their return to the Big Ten. They they play at Minnesota now on Tuesday. They were supposed to play Sunday today. And due to positive tests within the University of Illinois program, they paused their program. And the day after that news broke, they held the practice and they only had five available players. Now, the thing is, and this is, the, uh, this is where this – this drum over asymptomatic versus symptomatic testing, because there's those out there who are screaming, if they're ace, you know, why are we, why are we testing people who don't have symptoms? I just, I feel like that's a patently dumb argument because just because you're asymptomatic, if you're carrying a virus, you're communicable. And that's like, it's not to punish people. And, and so I, I don't understand that reasoning for people who are like asymptomatic people shouldn't be tested. Yes, they absolutely should. I disagree with teams that aren't testing their entire, like I disagree with the university of Kentucky or any of these hockey programs that aren't testing their team or, or their staff, because those, those people are carriers and pass the virus too. And so if you're going to go, you either put your foot all you either die, dive all the way into the pool or you, or you don't. And it looks like the NHL has decided they're going to dive all the way into the pool on this. And that's that's their decision, and like you said, that could be in hockey in July. The other thing that's impacted, and you noted that, is that the um, in conjunction with the Players Association, there will not be professional hockey players at the Olympics in China come February. And I think that's the right call. I, I think for the NHL, that's the right call because you, especially. Like, like it's not just that you're traveling to another country. You're traveling to another country with hordes of other people from other countries are coming all into this one concentrated place. There are going to be outbreaks at the Olympics. They're just off. The numbers and the percentages are too high for there to not be some sort of outbreak. And so from a, from a league standpoint, I don't think there's a, a, a different decision to be made. And I think the Players Association agreed, and that's why we have what we have. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get the Christmas break, which then got extended to cancel or not cancel, postpone a bunch of games. Then you're going to have, what, a two-week Olympic break on top of that. And yeah, you would have been July easy. August would start to get more likely. And then you're threatening the beginning, the start date for the uh, for the 2022-2023 season. So I don't see how they had much of an alternative either that, you know, at that point, you're just like, it's too much. You know, under normal circumstances, great. You wouldn't have had this big Christmas pause. The guys would have gone. I, I mean, 
I, you know, I guess they weren't going to do an all-star game this year because of the Olympics. So maybe they go and do an all-star game. I, I haven't heard anything about that. And that's three. Uh, well, that was a question. Are they, so they are still taking the pause for, for that. Like they're still going to take those two weeks or with the so. play. I here. think I thought so they were going to use that to get caught up. Make up games. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's that's the right call. So sorry, Olympics, you're going to get some, some competition. I don't know that it'll be much, but Hey, because uh, the Olympics are always big ratings, and they're on NBC versus the Turner Networks uh, and ESPN, so it'll give, uh, the, it'll give it'll be like the old day, man. They'll give the kids and the amateurs a chance to play. And let's be right. honest, the greatest moment in United States Olympic ho- hockey history was not accomplished by the pros. So there, nope, came from amateurs. You're very, very true. Miracle on ice. All right. Well, more on that as it develops. We're going to take our second commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to talk all things Winter Classic. Before we go to our recorded commercials, though, it is my duty to remind you that if you love what we do here at Chairshot Radio and you love the program that we put out each and every day, every day, the best way to support us and to keep us going is to head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in a chairshot.com t-shirt. We have all kinds of great designs out there for you to choose from. Everything from the OG chair shot logo to some of our more modern stuff today to sayings from the shows to even shirts for some of the shows that are on our network. It's only $19.99 for a short or shirt, or if you want to feel fancy, have something that feels nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more, get it soft style, and really go out there and represent. We really appreciate all the support you can get. Again, that website is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. As Christopher Platt would say, please and thank you, thank you, and please. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Winter Classic. Here, you are listening to Hockey Talk on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcast galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. This past Saturday, the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild took the ice outdoors in Minneapolis to play in the NHL's annual Winter Classic. Now, this has been a popular event, a game of outdoor hockey played between two teams or selected. Uh, It's been played in places like New York. It's been played. Where else has it been played, Dave? Uh, sure, it's been they've, played. They've played it at. Uh, it's predominantly the baseball stadiums, like National Stadium. I think they got the Caps, right. Blackhawks, a few, or the Caps, Penguins, or no, maybe it was the Blackhawks. But they they've done it at Fenway. They did it. I think yep. the first one was where at Orchard Park in Buffalo. Um, and, yes, and 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 places like like that. They've always gone to um, these various. Yeah, for some reason, they like the baseball stadiums. Yeah, well, I think it it allows for an opportunity to bring some more people in. Those stadiums hold around 60 grand uh, or can. Didn't they do it at the big house as well one year? Did they? Michigan? I thought so. They got a shit ton of people. I mean, this year they played it at at the home of the Minnesota Twins, and um, it was cold, really cold. At one point, it was down to negative 10 degrees. 
I think I commented to you and later got it confirmed as I continue to watch the game. But the goaltender for um, who's a what's it for the wild is wearing a stocking cap over his goalie mask. Talbot. Yeah. Yes. I was wearing, you, know, like, you can see the little puff ball on top of his mask. The, the Blues won the game six to four uh, on the strength of a five goal second period where Jordan Cairo went kind of nuts and racked up four points in the middle of that period between goals and assists and was just impressive all the way through. Hey, so real quick, I was going to tell you, 2014, they did play at Michigan Stadium in Ann Arbor between the Maple Leafs and the Red Wings. Attendance, 105,491. Yeah, it was crazy, the attendance. And here's the thing is, even yesterday... For a negative 10 degree day, the attendance was pretty good. 38,519. That's that's pretty impressive. And I mean it was it was insane. Like they showed footage of the bench. They were putting this like cream on the players' ears to help with wind chill and wind burn. Uh the Green Bay Packers apparently supplied the blues with with some equipment to help keep them warm. Uh, so kudos against uh, my better judgment as a Bears fan. I have to thank the Green Bay Packers today for helping my Blues. And I mean, it was, there was snow on the ice. It was really, I remember watching the first period and the game was moving real, real slow. And like the players just looked like they were in molasses. And then you learn like, well, it was snowing during the game. <laughs> and the pie, and the puck wasn't moving very well on the ice. And the pucks were, you know, rock hard, like bullets and frozen. So it was, uh, it was quite, a game to watch and the wild made it a game in the third period. They scored a goal. And then I had been flipping between it and the Rose bowl, which was just the most drunk football game I've, I've watched in a long time. And, uh, as I was flipping back and forth at one point with over seven minutes to go, the wild are on the power play with an empty net. So they were going seven on four and they played with an empty net for the last seven minutes of that game. Not not just the power play. Like they came out there and they scored two goals and it was like, oh geez, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna play with five. And it was just so infuriating as a blues fan that they couldn't put one in the empty now. Like there was one period there was one point where if I wouldn't have gotten in trouble at the house, like just wanting to yell, get it out of there. Just get it out of their your zone. Get it out. I don't care if you gotta ice it, which I don't want you to ice it because then you can't change. But damn it. Get it out. Like they are living in your zone. It was so intense. It was exciting. I was texting you all the way right through to the finish. And then, of course, I had to send you my Civil War, um, not Schwartz anymore. I can't remember who who the player is that they have taken the mantle. Uh, it used to be Civil War Schwartz, but then they Schwartz retired. So it's now um, somebody else. But yeah, I forget. Yeah, I'm actually going to look at it now. Because uh, I, I love the the account, Brian O'Reilly. Yeah, it's a General O'Reilly is now what it's called, and the the name of the account is the Civil War Blues. Uh, and he posts little Civil War old timey photos with the hockey players over the front. And in this one, General O'Reilly wrote, "Dear Annabelle, our dearest Annabelle, young Lieutenant Cairo ran rampant tonight. Despite the cold here in the wild north, his men fought with a deep fire in their hearts." and drove the Minnesotans back into the woods. We press on. So 
good, good victory. And the Blues have come out of this break, I think, winning two in a row, uh, off to a pretty good start. Uh, did you catch – I mean, you heard me updating, but did you catch any of the game? Did you flip over there at any point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched, like, the end of the first period and, and aspects of the second, and it just seemed like St. Louis was either always on the power play or playing like they were always on the power play. And, yeah, like you said, the first period was was slow because of the snow, and then they got their legs under them in the second period, and, and St. Louis got a lot of really, really nice tic-tac-toe passing on a – few goals that Talbot had zero chance on so I thought St. Louis looked really good they're now in first place they've you know they've vaulted to the top of their division so there you go so yeah they they've come out of the break um playing well and yeah I thought I thought it it was it's I mean I love the winter classic because it's it's usually a a real spectacle that you get to see and and it, it 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 sends hockey back to its roots you know you're talking outdoors dealing with the weather, usually big attendance. I know you wanted to talk about the um, that you didn't dig the, the setup, setup, which is hard, which is hard. in these stadiums. Yeah, the was, yeah, the setup, it just felt like the fans were so far away from the action. And I think that's true with any of these arenas where you got to put a rink in the middle of a baseball field. And that's that's just a different environment. You're not going to put stands on the on the field necessarily. That's that's very unlikely to happen. And so it just felt like there was a level of distance that then made the crowd feel smaller and quieter. Now, I will say the third period, it seemed like it was a little more exciting and amped as 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 the game got tighter. And and part of, you know, when, when one team has a five-goal lead or a four-goal lead going into the third, you, you kind of think that the writing's on the wall there. A lot of times that comeback's not going to happen, and it didn't this time. Though Minnesota, like I said, they made it interesting. It just, and I also just think that the look, like it just, the look of the rink itself did not look as good as I've seen some previous iterations. Like you mentioned the, uh, the one in Boston. I thought the Boston setup looked really, really cool. This one looked like something that I could find in my neighbor's backyard. And so, you know, like it was like, oh, did they use plywood to put all this together? Like, what did they do? And, and that was a little, a little disappointing but you know again people turned out for it uh i think the hardest thing i had was actually finding the damn game because i kept forgetting that it's you know tnt tbs are the ways to go and i kept being like why is it not on any of the nbc family of networks because dummy we hasn't been a part of nbc for a while now uh that that relationship ended last year so yeah, yeah, it was it was a it was a good game. I mean, I I agree with you that Target Field didn't have the best sight lines of all of them, and, and you've seen you've seen that kind of happen whenever they use the baseball because they're not set up to like well, we're gonna because it's not like the football stadium where you just plop it in the middle in an oval stadium. You know these ba- the modern baseball right. stadiums are are, are uh, shaped geometrically in you know inconsistent with a right. hockey no stadium. Baseball, no, no two baseball diamonds is the, are are alike. Exactly. No two- Exactly. It's it's part of the charm and the annoyance of baseball, which I tell you, I mean, you know, I'm looking at the list uh, and I'll pose this out to you because I've got an idea. But so they've had it at Ralph Wilson Stadium, Wrigley Field, Fenway, Hines, Citizens Bank Park, Michigan Stadium, Nationals Park, Gillette Stadium, Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Really? Blackhawks and the Blues. That that was cool. Um, City Field, Notre Dame Stadium for the Bruins and Chicago back in 2019. 
Cotton Bowl in Dallas before the uh, pandemic took it out last year, and then Minneapolis. Where would you like to see it go next? I mean, thinking about stadiums that are out there. I'd I'd like it to go somewhere in Canada. Like having it in Toronto, having it in Montreal. Like we talk about this all the time about Canada kind of reclaiming a piece of its sport. If you had the Winter Classic in Canada and maybe – and did any of those like original teams – Hell, you don't even have to do that. You just have the Leafs and the Canadians, for example. Like, have them be the two, or the Leafs, anybody. I would love, uh, I would love to see, and I, I, I love your idea. There's two that I, two that I have in mind. One, you won't like this. Lambeau Field should get this game because that no, is- no, no, no. I have no, I have nothing against a Wisconsin place holding the Winter Classic. Like, I just fuck the Packers. Like, I'm just tired. <laughs> Do them all the time. Um, the other like, thing, I, I, I'm not even mad at the Packers because they're just better than the Bears. Well, like we won't, we don't have to, we don't have to open that wound up. But I'd almost like to see them, Pat, if they're going to go to Canada to do like that field that they built, that Field of Dreams field that they built for baseball. Like actually build uh, like a real, like they did in Tahoe for those those games last year where they built an actual stadium up there for just the yes. event. That'd be really cool to see them do. Or yeah, you can go back to Tahoe. It might be fun. But uh, yeah, I, I love the Winter Classic. It brings a lot of eyes to hockey. Um, it, it is an annual. You know, it's not the college football bowl games, of course, but it's it's a really cool event, and it spawned a bunch of these stadium series, and they get outdoors, even in places that don't make sense, like a lot Los Angeles or Vegas, and it's 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 a great event. So where where is it next year? Has that been announced? I don't think or they've announced they... it yet. All right. Well, NHL, you've heard it from me first. Go to Canada. Yeah, I agree. Good marketing strategy. All right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Hockey Talk here on the ChairShot Radio Network uh, on thechairshot.com. Dave, before we get out of there, tell everybody where they can find you out there on the socials. Yeah, obligatory Alex Oveshkin mention on this show. He did break the power play record, Pat. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag, that is at Attitude A-G-G, and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist, that is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been Hockey Talk on ChairShot Radio, part of the ChairShot Radio Network and part of the ChairShot.com. Be sure to catch us next week as we get into a more full rundown as the season heads into its second half, you've been listening to Hockey Talk. Thank you, and have a good week. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.